hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Hello and happy Wednesday. We made it midweek. Why is she singing? I don't know. <laughs> well, you guys all know I try to be as positive as I can. Things haven't really been, you know, at its best. It has its perks. But the last few days have been rather interesting. I mean, it hasn't been anything that's been, like, dramatically, like, oh, my God, this is, like, just, you know, putting a damper on my life type of um, ordeals. These are more like, oh, here we go again. Or, you know, I think what it is, though, is all these frustrations require patience and, you know, literally growth you know as a person in self-development this is why these challenges are 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 happening and I think I have to constantly remind myself this is why I'm going through this right now fabulous you know and I just have to be patient with myself and with the you know with the process but that doesn't mean I'm gonna stick around and just be like waiting waiting no I gotta move around make things happen and think of ideas and stuff. You can't just park there. You got to keep going with it. And, you know, I know that it's like, maybe I just need to learn. (laughs) Maybe there's a lot that I need to learn. And, um, that's where I see it going. You know, yesterday I was actually at one of our trainings and my good friend Cynthia put it very well when she said that, you know, these frustrations are in fact better than nothing. You know, it's like we, We tend to get frustrated and, um, you know, with that being said, we, you know, we, we end up like just sometimes even giving up on ourselves, but, you know, we really have to take into account that one of the reasons why we're going through all of these challenges is for, you know, for growth. So we can also evolve and, 
you know, that's why these things are happening. It's an opportunity to learn, I believe. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Hang tight. It's going to be okay. Even though, as we speak, I am currently going through my own frustrations. I'm at that fork in the road where I'm like, oh my God, is there a detour? But you just have to take life as it comes. And like I said, not just hope for the best, but, you know, as you are also hoping for the best, trying to make things happen. You know, just try to have that faith that things are are going to happen for you. That things are going to turn up and it'll be okay. It's kind of funny because as I'm sitting here telling you guys this, I'm kind of telling myself this. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm comforting myself. And, you know, that's something I believe that we need to do to ourselves anyways is to just talk to ourselves and tell each other or tell ourselves that it will be okay. You know, it's like we get so wrapped up in everything and, you know, it's like I believe we tend to be wrapped up in this cycle and, you know, this pattern of our lives where it's like we just become comfortable. You know, like, for example, with me, I I wake up every morning, I take my kids to school, I make my coffee, you know, I, I drop, you know, after I drop the kids off, I clock into work and then it's like for work, I have my own agenda. I have my own schedule that it's like, bam, 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 bam. Everything is, everything is pretty much already pre-planned and, you know, it's a routine. So we get comfortable with it and stuff and... You know, sometimes we tend to panic when, when like, you know what I mean? Oh, crap, I got a flat. This is going to put a damper on this journey or what have you or, you know, things like that. And it's like, we're like how do we get this fixed? So we got to do stuff outside of our norm in order to stay, in a sense, in our norm. I don't know if that makes any sense. As far as, like... Just throwing it out there, like, for example, financially, okay? I get paid the same amount of hours or get paid for the same amount of hours. And I've noticed that, you know, it's like you're never going to get ahead unless you work in overtime or, you know what I mean? Unless it's like, but either even then you have to do something else outside of your norm that, you know what I mean? Or outside of the norm in order for you to get ahead. But sometimes if you just do just about a little, you know, just enough outside of the norm, it'll get you somewhat ahead. But sometimes things in life happen where you get set back. And from there, you know, it's like you start... I'm going to talk more financial on this because this is... This is where a lot of people have issues. Um, And this is something that I'm noticing in my current situation. So, for example, you have your regular paycheck, you know, every day. 
you're, you know what I mean? It's, it's a routine. Every two weeks, your salary comes in, you get paid, right? You budget everything and then, uh-oh, something happens. An emergency happens and you're just like, you don't have an emergency fund. So you're taking things outside of your, you know, you're taking things within your, you know what I mean? Your budget. And then you have to rearrange stuff, whether it's like you pay this bill later, this pill, this ba- this bill later, and it's a big mess. Or you turn to your credit cards and that's your source of extra, you know, uh, cash that you can use to get quote unquote, get by. So I'm learning that. I have to do stuff outside of my norm. I'm getting pushed to do things outside of my norm. And what's, what's my norm? My norm is working my, my nine to five job. My norm is, you know, taking my kids to school and you know, my norm is, I'll be honest. I had a lifestyle with my ex-husband that, you know, I didn't really have to worry too, too much. We worried. But things did get bad at the end, but I'm talking about like, you know, when you have another person there that's um, providing income, that truly does help out a lot, you know? And then when it's just you, you're basically the one that's navigating everything. So these past few months, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm making a few you know what I mean? I'm seeing a few clients and I'm getting some commission. However, is it enough? Is it enough to get ahead? Not necessarily. So you have to do more. I believe that flows into everything, not just finances. Finances, I believe, is something that's a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more common. But, you know, like I said, it requires a lot of patience. And I truly recommend, if you haven't done anything outside of your norm, do it. Just do it. Life is too short. Just go ahead. Go out there and do it. You know, I believe that this is that moment where you're getting out of that. Um, you know, you're getting out of your box. And trust me, it's good for you. If you get out of your box, you become more independent. You're able to see things in a much more clearer and, you know, um, how do I say this? But, you know, just your vision is completely different than the average Joe. So that's what I'm saying. It's best to get out of your box. It's best to like really, you know, stretch your vision a little bit and, you know, realize that it's not about just what's in front of you, but try to look beyond that. And see, you you know, and try to envision your children with a much better life. Because you don't want to spend your entire life struggling. 
Because when you do become a single parent, you do spend your life struggling. The first few months should be that. And I have to say, my friends, I do feel kind of, um, at times, I, 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 I beat myself up in bad ways. And I think that I left. I'm divorced, but I have nothing to show for it. And, you know, of course, there's a lot that I have to show for. There's a lot that I have to be thankful for. For example, it's like my kids are doing a lot better. I see the improvement in my children. I see that they are a lot more, you know, healthier. They have, I could tell that they do have that peace of mind. They're not worried anymore about what's going to happen when they get home or, you know, they don't have to feel miserable. And, you know, I know that I'm giving them as much love as I possibly can. Um, even though it can get draining, even though it's like, you know, just having to make sure that they have everything that they need um, physically and, you know, financially, it, it can become a, a burden, especially doing this on my own. But, you know, I mean, in the end, I know that it's going to be worth it. And, um, you know, it's like I've mapped out my entire life and I realize that you know, in order for me to rebuild this, I can't just use the scraps that I had around me. I have to go out and find better materials to make sure that this time what I build will be nice and sturdy. That, you know, I want to not have to worry. I want that peace of mind. And every day I fight for a peace of mind. But, you know, this is just, when you leave, my friends, when you decide to take your life back, it, it does come with great responsibility. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to scare you, but I'm saying this because I want you to be excited. Because this is just like taking your life back. And this is just like telling you, you know, it's like you can design your life as you want it with nobody else dictating. You know, it's an open field where you can run around as you please and, you know, pick all the flowers you want. I mean this in the most pleasant and positive way, okay? I'm not saying go out there and <laughs> be self-destructive, but really enjoy life. Try to do things, whether it's something professional, whether it's something that is going to give you a life of abundance in any aspect. Just do it. Just go out there and, you know what I mean, take your inner child out on an adventure and go out there and, and really just look at the world in wonder. <laughs> look at the world through the eyes of a child that's full of wonder and full of curiosity and just enjoy, you know, I, I really believe that that does help tremendously. You know, we get so caught up in, in routine. We get so caught up in everything else, but just go out there and be happy to live, be happy to be alive and be happy to be healthy, be happy to have all the people that are wonderful around you. And it'll be fine.
I hurt a lot at times because I really wish that I had support um, for my my family. It's not always, you know, it's not always easy, but I have no choice. I can't lay here all day long and dwell on not having that support. I can't sit down and, you know, try to justify and say, well, no, I'm the one that's the victim and I don't want to play victim anymore. And even as I continue to avoid that, I'm still being accused of playing victim. So it it truly doesn't matter what I do or what I say. I've learned that. So if you're in that situation where you have family or friends that doesn't believe, that don't believe anything that you're saying and they are, you know, um, basically listening to the, uh, the narc, understand that they don't know your situation. They don't know what you've been through. And it's very easy for them to judge. So, you know, just understand that, you know, it, it's okay to not have that support. Find that support within yourself and really just don't beat yourself up. The most important thing is to make sure that you don't start questioning yourself and making a decision based on what everybody else, these specific people want. That's the most important thing, my friends. Don't go back to that based on what everybody else has been, you know, what everybody else is telling you. You got to be strong. It might not be as easy as, you know, as we think it is, but. That's the part of it that makes it interesting is it's not going to be easy. You just keep at it and that's all you could do. Because no matter what, you will be judged no matter what. You know, sometimes family will not be there. Sometimes even your own family will not be there. And we have to be okay with that. This is where, you know, we have to tell ourselves that we know our own worth. Do you know your own worth? It took me a long time to know mine. Until this day, I still struggle. But 
these are the times that you have to talk to yourself and, and tell yourself that you are worth more than what everybody else portrays you out to be, especially the ones that bring you down. That's where this has to happen. Because without that, my friends, without that, it gets difficult, very difficult. So just hang tight. Things are going to come to an end. Things will get better, but you have to want them to. You have to allow them to. Like I said, I say all of this because I'm currently going through it myself. And your kids are watching, so it truly is best to make sure that you're mindful of what you're thinking of. That's where it starts, actually, to make sure that you're paying attention to what you're thinking of and um, where you're navigating your mind. I mean, your mind itself is like a GPS. So you have to make sure that you are, like I said, being mindful of what you are thinking of. And you have to really understand that it is okay for you to be you. Nobody has a right to tell you, nope, this is the wrong way. You're not to be this way. I know what that's like. I know how that feels. It, it gives you that feeling like you're being captivated. It feels like you're being bullied. Which was kind of ironic because ugh, I was accused of bullying. I'm not sure exactly what that is it, it was actually a facebook post it was a short-handed you know or i'm sorry short-handed a backhanded you know um comment i really just try to avoid those i had actually posted um something that i was feeling at the time um nothing negative it was basically saying that i trust the process and i now understand and i'm accepting everything and um i ended up getting a uh backhanded, um, you know, passive aggressive, uh, <laughs> you know, post from my own mother, basically telling, you know, saying that oh, my debt's going to be paid, you know, because I, you know, I, I don't 
don't know, in a sense, kind of using God and, you know, saying that, you know, um, I'm playing victim and all this other stuff. And then later on, my own sister sends, you know, puts it on there saying, okay, like, this is what bullying is. And it's like, okay, what are we in high school? You know, it's like, I'm posting something that's pertaining to me, not anybody else. And I'm not trying to rub anything in anybody's faces. Because my friends, at this point, what anybody else does is really none of my business. I don't really care to know what anybody else is doing. Um, you know, it's like I've been offered information about my ex-husband. And I do listen, but it's not something that I, I strive on where I'm just like, oh, wow, okay. You know, it's interesting. But hearing the things that he's done has basically given me that reassurance that I've made the right choice. And despite anything that, uh, anything that my mother has said, I, or has been saying, or my sister has been saying, I continue on with my journey. And, um, Okay, I'm so sorry. I ended up cutting off because I had to take a short break. Um, I ended up getting a call. And a lot has actually happened within the last few couple of hours. It's crazy. Um, I have to share with you guys um, just some stuff to really reflect on. So first things first, I was actually um, thinking about things that I was talking about change and planting seeds and everything and everything just kind of worked out because I ended up getting, you know, I believe the universe and God or God, um, you know, it's like they really are listening to you. So it's like when you're going through some, some things, just realize that, you know, just ask and you know what I mean? It'll come your way. It'll come your way. You know, um, you know, your intentions, you know, exactly what it is you want to do and what you need and you'll attract it. So with that being said, um, as I was going through that, I was actually on the phone with one of my good friends, Greg, and we were just talking about life and just um, things that were happening. And, you know, it's always great to connect to friends. It's always great to connect to, you know, um, those that we, we cherish, you know, especially friendships. You know, those are the best times. I'm going to go ahead and smudge right now. I feel really good. But, um, so, you know, I decided to go check my mail because my contact lenses came in. That's always a plus. I love having my new contacts because I could see it's a necessity. So that was a positive thing. But anyhow... I really do believe that opportunities are the best things that I can receive. You know, I, I love it. I love the good opportunities and I do love the challenging ones as well. <laughs> Not so much the good ones, of course. But um, anyhow, I have to share 
I was walking to my mail, my mail room and it was just crazy because I saw these two individuals in suits pulling out a gurney and I had to do a double take because I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, is there actually somebody in that gurney? Because they were completely full-blown covered in a blanket, um, like wrapped around and everything. It didn't look quite like a body bag, but it did look like, you know, it was a red blanket, like a regular blanket. And, um, you know, it dawned on me every day I would see, well, not every day, but each time that I would get the mail after I got my children or I would uh, drop my children off at school, I would see this lovely old lady that would be sitting outside and having breakfast on her, you know, um, in her patio every time. And she was just a lovely person. She would smile and we would say good morning to each other and stuff. She would, she didn't look like she was, um, that old, but, um, you know, I, I saw them carrying out, you know, um, basically carrying out this, uh, this person in a gurney and, um, there was actually a bunch of family members and I saw them in tears. It was just very heartbreaking to see that. Very heartbreaking to see that. I, I was like, I was still on the phone with my friend Greg and I was like, oh my God, I had to stop mid conversation and just, you know, he was like, are you okay? I, I told him, you know, as soon as I got into the mail room, I said, well, this is what happened. And this is crazy. You know, it just makes you really reflect on, on things and, you know, how short life really is. I mean, I, I understand that, you know, yes, this woman's a little bit older and she probably lived a great life. I can only imagine. And, you know, um, I remember being in nursing school and I do remember, you know, talking to all of these, um, older patients and I would enjoy hearing about their lives and, you know, the many adventures that they had. And I, I, I would think to myself, that is who I am going to be. That's who I'm going to be when I become old. So whether or not my kids decide to put me in a nursing home, I will be that old lady that will talk about my life and I will enjoy every time and I know they will enjoy it. I will be that storyteller. <laughs> but, you know, I do... I, I remember like, you know, the family went back into her house and I had already gotten my mail and I was walking back to my apartment and I saw that, you know, they were crying and I looked at them and I said, I'm so sorry, you know, it's a very sad time. It's a very sad time, you know, and, um, I, my friends, I've experienced a death of a of a father and that was actually very tough because my dad was only 61 when he passed and it was a very you know that's a whole nother story but you know I didn't even get to see my father or you know he died in the Philippines sadly and um, you know there there's a whole nother story to that and eventually I will share it with you guys my life is one big movie you know, many people that hear about like all the different um, things in my life, they think that either I'm fabricating it or, you know, it's just insane. But that's what I'm saying. I guess I kind of manifested that. <laughs> I knew that I was going to have an exciting life, but I didn't know that it was going to be like crazy movie, like 
you know, all this chaos. I, I know that I attract chaos and maybe because I'm constantly thinking that I attract chaos, maybe that's another reason why I do. I manifest that, you know, but I'll be honest, it does make my life a little bit more exciting. It does give me a story to tell. And I always have a lot of stories to tell working at a prison, working at a psych ward, you know, I mean, you name it, yeah, sit down with me all you want, (laughs) as long as you want. And, um, you know, I'll be like, it'll either be tales from the crypt or it'll be like amazing stories that they used to have, you know, back in the eighties. It could even be unsolved mysteries. Who knows? Who knows what I have in store? I, I, I have that big Mary Poppins bag that, you know what I mean? I'll be pulling random stories out of and you'll be like, wait, how does this fit in with that? Um, I realize that my life is like, just like my taste in music. It's a mixed amount of genre, genres that, you know what I mean? Nobody fully understands. If you were to like, listen to my playlist, you'd be like, wait, hold on. Are you into punk? Are you into country? Are you into, you know, eighties? Are you into the twenties? you know, like the 1940s music, which one is it? (laughs) I don't fully understand myself, but I do know that I'm a unique and creative soul. (laughs) And I do fully enjoy it. I do adore having, you know, basically being attracted to different things. I don't like to be like everybody else. And, you know, I, I just, I love life. I'm in love with the past you know, vintage things. I'm in love with the nature now. I'm in love with, you know, hearing about other people's stories. I'm in love with bettering myself. I'm in love with, you know, I'm in love with laughter. I'm in love with, you know, with, with comedy. And, uh, I, I just really want to take life and enjoy what I can from it you know, um, and really just recognize all the beauty that's around me, whether it's indoors, outdoors, you know, even if it's darkness, I just want to enjoy the ebony sky. I want to enjoy, you know, the cold and crisp, you know, breeze in the night. I want to enjoy the sun, the sunset, and I want to enjoy, you know, the um, heat of the sun and the warmth that it brings and, you know, how it makes me feel and just enjoy every single energy, you know, that's around me. And it, I'll be honest, my friends, it, it's definitely given me a different perspective on my own life and my, my entire views on everything. You know, it's like just having this ability to be free from, you know, other people's opinions and what they think and free from everybody's judgments and free from being put down all the time. It, it's just a beautiful feeling. You know, I mean, it, it's painful. You have to heal, but... You know, it's like when you finally take that bandage off and you know what I mean? It's like, yes, you still have this ugly wound that's, you know, healing. But at the same time, you look at this wound and it's actually really beautiful because of the way it heals. And even if it leaves a scar, it's going to be a beautiful scar because it's your story to tell. It's your story to tell. And it's a beautiful story. And, you know, it's like. I want to leave a whole lot more than just my story because the years will pass where I'll be forgotten and it's like, and that's okay. But how long can I get this legacy going? How long can I keep it going after I'm gone? How long will I be remembered after I'm gone? I'm not doing it. I'm not saying that I want recognition, but you know, I want to be remembered. 
at least in my family circle. And when I say that, you know, I want to be remembered by my children and my grandchildren and and I want to be able to give more and, you know, even maybe my friends and their family and their children. You know, I want my children to be remembered. I want them to have the same, you know, not identically the same, but I, I do hope that they will want to help others out. I do hope that they will have that, you know, that curiosity and wonder of life and continue to be just, you know, lovely with other people, loving and lovely. And it's really rare to have this, this feeling. And I, I've never had this before. It's scary, but I'm absolutely, you know, just drawn to it. And, you know, I just gravitate towards this and I love it, you know, even though I have my days, but, you know, I mean, it's like, it's kind of like even during these times where I felt that, you know, I'm, I'm completely drained out and, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm losing hope you know, with, with certain things, I, I notice that, you know, it's like if I reach out and um, try my best to find any type of hope, it comes, it comes. And, you know, it may not be like the solution to all my problems, but it's baby steps. It's a key. It's a key to one door that will lead to another to lead to another. And that's where I'm starting to get it. It didn't make any sense to me before, but I'm starting to get it. So my friends, I do have to continue on with the rest of my um, my obligations today. I am glad that I was able to kind of have an ah moment and share this with you guys. You know, sometimes these moments, they come and they go, but... Um, you know, I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm glad that I was able to capture this moment and share with you guys while I'm, you know, in, in this moment. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm starting to feel a whole lot better. I'm starting to, you know, let go of things that I can't control. And it's all about acceptance. It's all about acceptance. So with that being said... I'm going to continue on with my day and, you know, stay positive. Just be happy, be grateful, and everything will be fine. We will get through this together. So once again, thank you for listening. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. And until next time, be kind to yourself. Bye for now.